Greetings, Ben Murray here with another edition of SAS Metric School. Hope you're doing well. So today's topic, how do you really determine what should be in COGS? And I talk to and work with a ton of SaaS companies, and a lot of times it's very apparent, right? If you're pure play SaaS and have tech support and DevOps and customer success, very straightforward for what's in COGS. But I work with a lot of SaaS companies and coach a lot of SaaS companies, and sometimes it takes a lot of digging to determine what should be in that COGS area because the titles are just different. There's so many SaaS products out there and in different targeting different industries that it's just not obvious the titles, what the role, what they're doing in the business to determine if they should sit in COGS. So when this comes up, we've got to really differentiate COGS versus OPEX because if you're at scale, if you're above 10 million, we've got to get this right. One, for our own financial management, for SaaS metrics, and then for any third party looking at our business. I don't want to present an 80% gross profit and then later figure out I've got all these headcount misclassified and actually I've got a 65% gross profit. That's just going to be a disaster. So first, let's start easy. What are pure play SaaS COGS departments or cost of goods sold? Those are tech support, professional services, if we have any setup configuration onboarding of our customers and training. Customer success, if they don't sell, and then DevOps, pure play SaaS COGS departments. Of course, our OPEX profile, I've talked about that a lot in other episodes, R&D, sales and marketing, and GNA. Now, sometimes it's not easy to figure out these roles within a SaaS business. They just have really different titles because they're going after, say, energy companies or transportation. And so one question I ask, if we strip these people out of the business, could we still deliver on revenue? Could we still fulfill our contractual obligation by delivering our SaaS product? Or would our customers be upset? We couldn't deliver revenue. We couldn't fulfill what we're trying to do with that software product. And it gets a little bit ambiguous, but if, you know, for example, say we just fired GNA. Of course, I sit in, in as the CFO of GNA, so I'll pick on GNA. But say we just temporarily laid off all our GNA staff. Would our customers really figure that out? They could still use the product. They could still call tech support. They could still get training, talk to their CS rep. So no. So GNA, obviously, non-cogs. But say there's this other department, and it doesn't quite fit those pure place as cogs departments. But say I just fired them, got rid of them all. Could we contractually fill this revenue? Would customers start calling in and asking for people and they won't be there and we couldn't fulfill our obligation with that SaaS product? You know, so that's where, you know, asking those questions, digging into their roles, are they delivering on revenue? Are they needed for revenue? Are they contractually obligated roles to fulfill our, our obligations with our customers? So that's my test when working with this, when it's, a bit ambiguous, but it's such an important exercise when our departments don't quite fit those pure play SaaS COGS departments. We really have to dive in because it can really screw uh, skew your gross profit number, and that's going to skew all your SaaS metrics down line. So really important to go through that exercise. So lesson today, make sure what you're coding to COGS truly should be in COGS, and then down in OPEX, you've got R&D, sales, marketing, and GNA. So hope you enjoyed this episode today.